Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. My name is Kerry Zarb and I've been helping business owners just like you go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat for over 20 years. I'll be giving you all the top advice for getting started in your business, but I'll also be speaking with some of the best business minds to inspire you with valuable insights to help you get ahead in your business. If you've ever hit a roadblock or lost your passion, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back to the Biz Nation podcast. If this is your first time listening, a huge welcome to you. I'm your host, Kerry Zarb, and in this podcast, we chat to business owners that want to share something with you to help you on your business journey. Today's guest is Conrad Weaver from Conjo Studios, and Conrad is going to share with us over 15 years in marketing, filmmaking, fundraising, and no doubt many other points that Conrad's going to bring to us today. Welcome to the show, Conrad. Well, Carrie, thanks so much for having me. It's a really pleasure to be on your show. You're very welcome. I appreciate your time so much and coming on on here to share with us your journey and, and what you've encountered in, in business and in life. So that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah, I look forward to uh, talking about my experiences and I'm still learning. So, you know, I'm a 15 year entrepreneur, so to speak. Uh, but I'm still learning every day. So. Oh, definitely. I don't think we ever stop learning. That's exactly. that's for sure. And and mm-hmm. I think if someone got to the point where they said, no, no, I've nailed it. I've got it. I'm all set and sorted. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Failure <Incorrect>. is ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So comrade, we'll start with, um, I'm interested to know what you do today and what what's, what's your life? What, what happens for you? Yeah, that's a great question. So I am primarily a documentary filmmaker. I like to produce documentary films. Uh, like I say that I tell stories that matter. And I look for subjects that are current and are impacting the world. And so I I kind of dive deep into those subjects. And currently I'm working on a film called PTSD 911. It's a story about first responders dealing with post-traumatic stress. And so I'm kind of eyeball deep into that project right now. And on the side, my little side hustle is a podcast that I have. It's called the My Story Podcast, kind of a theme here of telling stories. And so I have interesting people on the show that I've met over the years through my filmmaking and through my business connections, and I have them come on and tell their story. And so those are the two primary things I do uh, besides keep my wife happy and uh and now I have a granddaughter, which we are just over the moon about. And so we are happy to, you know, have her just three hours away and we get to go see her and spend time with her. Oh, that's fantastic. Congratulations on the granddaughter. That's amazing. Thank you. I have Thank a you. I have a grandson as well, so I'm I'm with you. I understand, and mm-hmm. just not far away, so need to make more effort to go and and visit. COVID's been a bit of a you know crappy oh, time sure. and, and whatever, yeah. so yeah, things have been hindered. But um, yeah, that's coming back on the radar real soon. So, yay, mm-hmm. good times, and it's great that we can spend time with them and and spoil them and and Absolutely. hand them back. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best part right you get to yeah. hand them back it's like yeah. i was holding her and it's like you know what i think she smells here 
You can have her. <laughs> yep, yep. Passing it over. Love it, love it. Yep. So, Conrad, um, the filmmaking side of things I'm curious about, Do you, is this something like obviously this may be more location-based, so you're doing a little bit of travel, getting around for mm-hmm. these these projects? Right. Yeah, I so I my first feature documentary that I produced was called The Great American Wheat Harvest. And it was an agriculture film that followed harvesters as they start in Texas and they work their way north across the plains and harvesting wheat. And uh, I spent two years, three years working on that film and a lot of travel, a lot of uh, time in the, the Midwest and the Western states of America and harvesting, you know, you can, you know riding in, in combines and big equipment and, and hanging out with amazing people. And so... I got to tell that story and it was so much fun. And that really was the launch of my documentary filmmaking career. And following that, I did a story about the drought in the American West, which Hmm. is once again, raising its ugly head. And I I know you guys in Australia understand that very well. And so I did a story that we filmed in 2015 uh, that uh, covered the drought from California and other Western states. And, Again, it took me away from you know my home base here in Maryland on the East Coast, and uh, but I love to travel. I love to meet new people, and I love to tell stories, and I love to capture those stories that are compelling. And through my filmmaking, I always say that it's really an honor and a privilege to set up a camera in front of someone and have them tell me their story. And particularly in the last couple of films that I'm working, you know, that I have been working on. Uh, my previous film to what I'm working on now was, was called Heroin's Grip. It's a story about the opioid crisis. And that one was especially compelling in that setting up a camera in front of someone and having them kind of expose their the deep, dark secrets of their life is really a, a big responsibility. And I take it seriously. And I am honored that someone would be willing to do that. And even in the stories that I'm capturing now about first responders who are struggling with, with post-traumatic stress, I feel a real privilege to be able to share their stories with the world. And I love doing what I'm doing. It's not making me super wealthy, but it's fulfilling and it's making me happy, making my soul happy. So that's uh, that's as much wealth as, as you can get, I believe. And, yeah. and I enjoy that. I think that's a really good point, Conrad, because I think as, as you know, a business owner, we need to look at what fills our cup, you know, mm. and what it's it's not always about the dollar, you know, it's right. not always about that. It's about life and, and what we get to, you know, explore and, and find our passion in. And, and it, clearly right. you've found your passion in this, which is super exciting. So I, I have to ask the question, which came first, the filmmaking or the podcast? The filmmaking came first, and actually, I have been a photographer all my life. I grew up with a camera in my hand. Um, when I went away to college, I worked for the local newspaper, the college newspaper, and ended up becoming the the head photographer for the newspaper. I have a degree in psychology. I never thought I would make uh, <laughs> photography or video production my career. And it wasn't until a few years ago that I kind of fell into this and discovered my new passion. And uh, I haven't looked back. It's been Mm -hmm. fantastic. So the podcast actually has come out of uh, growing older and and realizing that I'm not going to be young forever and schlepping camera gear across the country is difficult, more difficult as you become older. And so I, I figured out what can I do that I could possibly make and have an income 
and not have to carry gear all over the, the world. Mm -hmm. And so I love podcasts. And so I launched the podcast about two and a half years ago. And, and I love that as well. So yeah, it's, just, cool. it's a different way of storytelling. Yeah, they kind of go, well, they definitely go hand in hand because Absolutely. The, the film side is is from based from the story and a podcast is exactly what we're doing here in, in that fashion as well. So great, 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 you, you know, in unison, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I love it. So, yeah. Conrad, um, storytelling, how how can we can we use this in our business? How can we use this and, and help ourselves, you know, kind of, utilize that skill in business what what do you recommend yeah you know it that's an important part of uh, of any company is to tell their story and to tell their story that engages their customer their client i think sometimes we get too wrapped up as business owners we get too wrapped up in, in us in you know me 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 i want you to know about me and i'm not inviting you into this story I'm not, you know, and so I think that's important for a company, yes, to share, you know, what you're about and what you can do, but your story needs to be focused on the hero of the story. The hero is not me. The hero is my client. Mm -hmm. and, and so if we can engage them with a story that invites them into that story, then we will be more successful because they will want to be a part of that. And it, it's kind of a backwards thing if we think about it you know i want to tell my story you know my business and and the things that i do but really it's about my clients and it's about the people that i serve and the stories for me for my company it's you know i tell stories that matter so you know it's all about the people that i'm serving uh for example i have a client that is a uh, and I, and besides the documentary work i do some work for some corporate clients to help help them with their story Mm -hmm. I, uh, I recently finished a project for a nonprofit that it's an agriculture group, kind of a think tank. And I was able to work with them to tell the story that mattered to them. And for me, that's just the perfect thing that I get to walk with them and beside them and to, gu and to guide them in, in telling the story so that they succeed at what they do. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love doing about, you know, you know, when I have a client that's paying me to, to tell their story, you know, I get to walk beside them and help craft that so that what they do shines and what, what their customer does creates them to be successful. Mm -hmm. so. And when it comes to the storytelling side to get that out of us and into the like out to the world mm -hmm. obviously there's many you know platforms we've got our website we've got social right. media that type of thing but there's got to be a bit of strategy as to how we kind of put this out there like you don't just you know create a an about page on your website it's got to go beyond that is that correct sure, sure. I, you know it really comes down to who your audience is and how you're going to target that audience and so if you're creating a video for your company to tell your story, you know, you really need to put some thought into who that story is for and who you're telling it to, because that's what's going to engage the audience. And that will also then determine where that, that story sits, whether it's out there in the public on YouTube or whether it's through a, uh, a private link that you share with clients when you're, when you're pitching a client, your, your business, uh, that could be one way of telling that story, or it could be a short snippet that sits on, on you know a social site such as you know YouTube such as uh, like Instagram or or Facebook or Twitter you know those are all platforms or even 
even TikTok and some of those platforms that, you know, you can create short snippets that sit on those. So it really kind kind of depends on who the video is for and who the story is for of where it sits. And then, you know, uh, because you can spend a lot of money producing a video for your company. It can be in, you know, as little as a thousand dollars to tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars. And if you're spending any kind of money, you want to be able to sure, be able to make sure that eyeballs see that story and are connecting with it. And so that's why I encourage, you know, the clients that I work with and, you know, to think about who that audience is and where to best engage that audience so that there's a return for that that investment. Yeah, definitely. You're listening to the Biz Nation podcast. I would love to connect with you outside of the podcast and you can find me on Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn by searching my name, Kerry Zab, or directly on my website at kerryzab.club. And don't forget, if you need more support in your business, you can find the community on Facebook at BizNation Support Group. Conrad, something else came to mind when you were chatting just then. A lot of us think we're pretty ordinary. A lot of us think that, you know, like it's, it's just me or, you know, it's just my business or it's my company, my team, whatever that looks like. And you know, I don't have anything particular to say. Like, you know, I'm a normal person that's grown up in a normal way and I've had a normal kind of life into business. So what's what's a tip for anyone listening that to start thinking about how we can extract that into our story? Like if we mm. just seem like we're boring and, you know, there's mm. nothing to tell, what, what do you recommend? Where do we start? You know, I think everyone has a story. We all have experiences, life experiences that have guided us to where we are today. And I think one needs to look at what you're passionate about. What is it that gets you excited in the morning about going to work? What is it that, that thing that that motivates you to go back to work every day and to to spend time, you know, hours out of your day working? And what that one thing is that you're passionate about that's your story. That's your hook. That's the thing that makes you you and that makes you unique and interesting. And I think those are things that you can you can work into a story uh, that will be compelling and that mm-hmm. your audience will want to hear. You know, I interview you know, tons of different people from you know, from my podcast, and these are people that I've met along the way. Some very ordinary, some extraordinary. In fact, today I had a gentleman on who is a well-known radio and television personality in the agriculture world in the in, in here in America and he has such a distinct voice and is just an iconic voice really and so it was so much fun having him on but I've also had people on who no one has ever heard about but they have a unique and a unique aspect to their story and to be able to pull that out of them is so much fun for me to, to hear their story, to, to kind of pull those little nuggets of wisdom, the, those nuggets out of them, uh, really makes even the, the most ordinary of us extraordinary, because I mm. think all of us have a unique story to tell. 
Yeah, no, good point, good point. I just kind of like I think of so many business owners that I've come across that probably don't share their story, don't tell their story. I think it's a really important aspect. And I think the other side of it is as well that, you know, there's so much options as far as businesses are concerned. So we need to have that unique position that kind of almost, you know, that someone would come across us and and create that natural kind of, you know, want to work with you situation. Mm-hmm. And I think the story is the powerful aspect of that. We all need to be human and we're, mm-hmm. we're told by, you know, marketing experts all the time, you know, it's human to human marketing and it's all about turning up and showing up. But because you've got the video side as well as the podcast side and, and your, you know, what you do with your clients, I think it's quite fascinating to, to discuss this with you because I'm, I'm just thinking of all of these pieces and, and how they come together. And, and have you seen a, a particular circumstance, Conrad, where someone's used their story incorrectly? I'll have to think about that. Um, I think... I think where people make the the mistake, and I and I'm I have to preface this by saying I've learned a lot of the storytelling techniques from a company called StoryBrand. And if you're not familiar with them, look them up. Donald Miller is the president of StoryBrand. I'm a huge fan. I'm kind of a way too much of a fan, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've drank the Kool Aid. I've done all the things you know with StoryBrand, and so but I've learned so much from from Donald Miller and from his team. In fact, I've had his sidekick on the uh, podcast. Uh, uh, with, with, with JJ Peterson was on my show and he's a really a storytelling expert. So I've learned a lot from them. So I want to preface what I'm going to say with them. Mm-hmm. And, but I think where people make a mistake in how they tell their story, that it, they make it all about them. It's all about me. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, who wants to listen to a story that's all about you? Um, I think the story that I want to tell is, is my client story is is the people that that have brought me to where I'm at today. I have amazing friends that have brought me to where I'm at today. And when I'm telling my story, you know, I have to talk about them because I wouldn't be where I am today without the people that are in my life. And I think mm-hmm. all of us can if we forget that, I think we come across sounding egotistical or you know, it it's just all about me, me, me. And I think that's probably where the mistake is. And when you're producing a video that uh, is is client focused, and you're trying to bring more work or more business into uh, in, into the bottom line of your company, I think it's important for you to really think about how how to engage with that client. What are they looking for? How can you solve their problem? You know. And I think that's where where the folks at StoryBrand have really taught me to be thinking about the client's problem. You know, what's the problem that you solve? And I think there's where, um, there's where the, the mistake is made when you don't show that you solve someone's problem. Because if I don't solve your problem, you're not going to come to me for business. Mm-hmm. And yep. I think that's that's the bottom line is really sharing what problem you can solve, you know, for other people. Yeah, I like that a lot. Thank you, Conrad, and, and appreciate that that extra tip there because um, 
I think it's, yeah, it's, it's a good aspect, you know, like I think definitely we, we all need our story and, and definitely, mm-hmm. you know, someone like you can help us shape it in the right fashion and, and really bring it to life in the right way. Um, but at the same time, we've got to be careful after the fact what we do with it and, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, definitely how it comes together, but what we do with it as well is, is super important. So, And yeah. I have to say, I'm still learning all of this. I mean, I didn't take a business class in college. I mean, I've got a degree in psychology. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which has helped me, I guess, a little bit in how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, so I'm still learning and I'm still growing. I, I, you know, I've subscribed to several, you know, podcasts. I, I listen. I read books. I, I'm a voracious reader, and so I'm always learning. In fact, every night, 30 minutes before I go to sleep, I have a book near my bedstand and I read, and I fill my brain with you know knowledge, uh, mostly about business and. And to help me succeed in business. And so I'm learning mm-hmm. from other people. And so, you know, what I have to offer is what I've learned from others and and the experiences that I've had, you know, the failures, the success, successes I've had, you know, uh, really come from, you know, learning from from others. And, and uh, yeah, so I have a long way to go before, you know, I become the expert on anything. So. <laughs> I think we're all in the in the same boat there, Conrad, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to ask, what is what is your um, most recommended business book that you've either read or you are reading at mm. the moment? Well, right now I'm just finishing up again Donald Miller's book. Uh, actually, building. It, um, I don't have it here with me. It's upstairs, but it's. Um, I'll have to think about this. What's the title of it? It's called Business Made Simple. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's called Business Made Simple. Yeah, it, it he takes you through a 60-day course on building a company. And it's 60 short chapters on on all aspects of business. And it's really phenomenal. Uh, I've read it once. I'm well, almost finished with it once. I'm going to read it again. And then with each chapter, each segment, he has a video. And so oh. you, you can read the book. You can watch the video. And if you buy the book, you get the video. So it, it's uh, it's it's really a cool program that he has, and so uh, I, I highly recommend that. Uh, that's I can't recommend that enough. If you're in business and want to learn more and go deeper in into understanding how business works, you know you know you get that book. It's on Amazon. Uh, business made simple by Donald Miller. So awesome! Thank yep. you. I'll pop mm-hmm. a link in the show notes for that one for anyone tuning in as well. So I appreciate that, and it might be something that I need to check out. To be honest, so <laughs> and Donald, if you're listening, <laughs> I just pitched you. So <laughs> yeah, that's it. Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. <laughs> so Conrad, I want to go back in time. How did you get to where you are now? What mm. What's been the journey? We won't go back maybe quite to birth, but, you know, mm-hmm. the last, you know, so, so many years, what's, what's brought you to where you are now with the, the filmmaking and, and the podcast? Like, how did this all transpire? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Thanks for asking. So my journey, you know, I, like I mentioned earlier, I, I went to college, I was a photographer in college and even post-college, I always carried a camera around and was taking photos. Um, but post-college, I started working at a, a psychiatric hospital. I worked in a, in a mental health uh, capacity at a psychiatric hospital for three and a half years, worked with teenagers who were having troubles. And out of that, uh, I was hired or invited to come uh, join a staff at the, at the church I was attending. And so I worked in youth ministry, worked with teenagers there. 
and uh, that led to a job in uh, developing it, it put with a, a publishing company and it was back in the early days of the interwebs and so i had uh, some experience on building websites for the church and so a publishing company that focused on youth ministry materials and youth ministry resources hired me to help launch a major website and so i got um went into into publishing and into web editing and then th that led me into an e-commerce position there with that company and so i did e-commerce uh, i was their first e-commerce marketing manager and where i did uh, email campaigns and was able to really grow their online presence uh, in a significant way but i wasn't really excited about selling books online mm -hmm. and so i looked for other opportunities and I ended up being hired again by a church here in maryland where they needed someone that did these kind of things like you know website and publishing and things like that and lo and behold they were launching a video uh, you know, ministry, I guess. And yeah. they leaned on me to do that. And there's where I discovered what I really love doing and discovered video. And from that, people actually from the church started hiring me to make little videos for their companies. And mm. so I pretty soon had a growing side business. And pretty soon I had two full-time jobs. So in 2008, I was uh, working for a church full-time and had a full-time job uh, side gig going on. And so after many nights of uh, sleepless nights trying to figure out what I wanted to do, we, I went uh, and resigned from my position at the church and went full-time in the video production world where I had some amazing clients and still have those clients today. Hmm. Uh, and from that journey, I've got I, I've had the opportunity to do so many amazing things. I've interviewed senators. Uh, you know, I've interviewed. In fact, I interviewed our former vice president uh, before he was vice president. But uh, anyway, yeah. uh, and so I've had the privilege of doing some amazing things. I've worked for some, you know, some big name people that in the sports world got to do video work for you know for them. And then in 2010, I started working on my first feature-length documentary, The Great American Wheat Harvest. Mm -hmm. And that launched my, my career in documentary filmmaking. And I really found my niche and discovered really what I love doing is, is, is telling stories that matter. The corporate work pays the bills and you know helps that. But the documentary work really makes my heart sing and... Uh, brings fulfillment and it does bring some income, not a huge amount of income, but it does bring income, which I'm grateful for. Mm. And, um, but more than that, it really is fulfilling to be able to tell people stories and sometimes, you know, underserved people, uh, you know, be able to tell their stories and, and let them shine. And, uh, so yeah, that's what I, I love doing. That's what I'm doing today is I'm, I'm producing documentaries and, uh, I look forward to uh, every every film that I make. I look forward to it coming out and and you know excited when people go to see it and or, mm -hmm. or, or see it on Amazon. All my films are on Amazon, so um, sorry you can't get them in Australia. There anyway. So is it something that we could expect that you know Conrad might be um, be heading towards the National Geographic kind of area of the world? Perhaps uh, you know that was always my. As a young boy with a camera, that was always a dream of mine to be a National Geographic photographer. 
And recently, I actually interviewed an actual National Geographic photographer. Oh. He has become a friend of mine. He's also a documentary filmmaker. And he is uh, he's from Indiana, but now lives in France and with his wife. Oh. And uh, he is actually a really accomplished National Geographic photographer. He had a photo. He has one of the most rare uh times with the uh, Pope and I apologize for my dog barking um, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear her but uh, just, you know, barking. just just okay <laughs> so but anyway he told me so I told him the story about me wanting to be a National Geographic photographer and he says you don't know what you're wishing for <laughs> Ooh. he said, said it's much more challenging than what you think and it's very competitive so uh, oh, but uh, you know my my dream is to have a documentary film that is awarded or even nominated for an Oscar. You know, that would be, that would be amazing. And the current film that I'm working on, who knows, it just may uh, fit that category. So I'm hoping to be nominated. I did, I was awarded uh, a regional Emmy award for one of my films. Oh. And that was, uh, it's sitting back here on the shelf right there. And, but uh, that was a lot of fun. It was really a, a Big, big honor to be recognized for the work that I did. Uh, and, and that was for the Great American Wheat Harvest. And really fun, fun to uh, be, uh, be awarded for something I didn't expect to get. You know, mm. it was just, just really, really nice to be, be recognized for that. So, uh, yeah. And if, you know, I always say that, especially when, when my films go to theaters, and occasionally they do, I always say that if anyone buys a ticket to see a documentary in a theater, you know, then it makes my heart happy because that doesn't happen very often. And so <laughs> I've had the privilege of having, having some of my films in theaters and uh, not, not with a wide distribution, but, you know, small little, you know, independent theaters here and there. So that's mm -hmm. always fun to do. Yeah. And my key takeaway, Conrad, is that you just love this space. You just enjoy it. And it's it's your passion and, and probably feels like it's become almost your purpose. You know, the, It the, is. And I, yeah. I really feel that my purpose is really to tell stories that matter and and then to, to help others tell their story. That's really what the podcast is evolving into is to give a platform for other people to tell their story as well. Mm, so, yeah. Amazing, amazing stuff. I love it so much. And, um, oh, yeah, it, it's such a good story. The, <laughs> the story of the storytelling. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I have a long way. To, and I'm actually, I haven't talked about this, but I'm actually working and have been working on a feature film mm. that is not a documentary, but it is an actual movie movie Ooh. that, uh, but it is a true story. So that, you know, I'll, I'll, if people check out my website, they can uh, perhaps learn more about that. So mm, that's in the definitely. works. Yeah. Definitely. Conrad, I want to move into something else. I've got a little magical tin here. <laughs> Uh-oh. And it, it has... The mystery questions. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery questions. I'm going to choose five random questions. I've got one, two, three... All different shapes and sizes. That's mm. five. And the purpose of this is five fun facts about Conrad. Maybe not fun, maybe just more get to know you. <laughs> All right, let's see what we've got here. The first question is, oh, oh, this is a good one. I think you're going to have fun with this. If you had unlimited funds, what would you want your business space to look like? 
Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I can't talk about this a whole lot, but I'm actually building a new company. <laughs> oh my god oh my god you heard it first here there you, you go. heard it first right here so i can't talk about it but uh yeah that's coming so something uh, exciting is cooking something exciting in the works so be ready yeah. be ready and and we might have to get you back on in a later episode and then we can talk about it absolutely absolutely there's the yep. idea mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> love it all right next question is oh if you had a time machine would you go into the future or back to the past hmm. i think going into the future might mess up the present so i would go to the past mm -hmm. and uh mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what time period I would go back to, but uh, I think it would definitely be in the past. I've always been fascinated with the American, the the American Revolutionary War period, mm -hmm. and just to be there with the Patriots, you know, they're, you know, battling the, uh, you know, the, the the Crown and you know all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I'd probably go back to that time period just to kind of meet some of those people that were our founding fathers here in America. Yeah. I always um, kind of think of that question like, I just want to be like the fly on the wall. I don't know if I'd necessarily want to participate. <laughs> right. You know? Exactly. Just, yeah. I just want to observe, be the, be the invisible yeah. observer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Good answer. When you were young, what did you want to be when you grew up? And mm. how does that marry with what you do today? Mm. Well, there's two things I wanted to be when I was young. The first, I remember when I was nine years old, I wanted to be a pilot. Ooh. I had dreams of flying airplanes. And uh, I think the first time I actually got to take the controls of an airplane, I was 15 years old. A friend Ooh. of ours took us up for a little ride and he said, Conrad, take the controls. And it was so much fun. And Ooh. I still don't have a pilot's license, but, uh, but then in my my later teenage years and moving toward college, I had hopes and dreams of being a medical doctor. And that's actually why I went to college. I was the very first one in my family to go off to school, off to, off to higher education. And, but I had a very poor math and science background in high school. And so I was making C's in chemistry. And so hence the psychology degree. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I had dreams of becoming a, you know, a renowned surgeon. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I'm just uh, becoming a renowned documentary filmmaker. <laughs> so, In the surgical hopefully. fashion of film. That's, That's it. That's right. Yep. Right. Yep. You made it. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I think it'll be a lot less stressful. Like I, I, I would have to agree with you on that for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think you chose the right path. <laughs> <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next question is, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Hmm. That's a good questions. question. And for oh. someone that who lives in Australia, I hope I don't offend you, mm -mm, but never. I would love to live in New Zealand. Oh, I've yeah. been to New Zealand. I've been only to the North Island, just, just to want to clarify that. But my time there was, it was amazing. It was an amazing place, beautiful landscapes, you know, sheep as far as the eye could see. And... <laughs> And just, yeah, amazing people. And of course, I love Australia as well. I love Australians. And, and, but yeah, New Zealand was pretty special. Mm, yeah. Yeah. 
I think um, I, I would agree with that because mm. for me, it's not that far. I should have been there by now. I'm not a traveler, by the way, like mm-hmm. just not a traveler. <laughs> like I, I barely explore my local, let alone, you know, going <laughs> anywhere else in the world. So, but yeah, I, I've seen plenty of photos and I did at one point go, hmm, Canada or New Zealand? I think hmm. New Zealand's got the edge. I think it's... There's less snow in New Zealand. At least mm. uh, Canada gets quite cold. I, I know New Zealand does get cold as well, but uh, and the mountains have snow. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I, th- I would mm. pick New Zealand. In fact, I had a friend who uh, his son went to went to college. Went to, I think went to law school in Auckland, and oh. they went down to visit. And he said, I, "I came this close to calling my real estate broker and selling my house back home and say we're staying." Wow. <laughs> Wow. But he didn't. He oh. came back. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very tempting. So close. Yep. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Comrade, this is the last question. Are you a morning marvel or a night owl? So do you bounce out of bed in the morning or do you press snooze a couple of times? Are there late nights from the <laughs> video production side of things? That's a great question. And I have a a, a two part answer. One I love the mornings and I do get up roughly around six o'clock and, and walk my dog and get my coffee and, but I'm kind of a slow grow in the morning. So it just mm-hmm. kind of, my morning starts off slow and just builds and builds. But my most productive time when I want to really get things done, it's in the evening. Yep. And when I'm working on projects and I have a deadline and I really want to focus in on getting a video edited or a project finished. Then I work in the evenings and, you know, work until, until midnight. That's really when I find that my productivity is the best. Uh, I do, you know, really work hard these days at getting to getting plenty of sleep. And mm. that's been a real priority of mine is to really focus on that. And so I, try to get the bed by 10 p.m. every night and then up by six. But uh, yeah, I think uh, more. I love mornings because I love that morning coffee and uh, just the time to read the news and to uh, spend some you know quiet time and kind of still my mind. But then if I really want to be productive, it's late at night. Mm. <laughs> oh, such a such a torn existence between exactly. the two. Like, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Comrade, thank you for that. That was amazing and really good questions. That was just, yeah, that was very random, but very, very awesome. So happy with that. And and, um, thanks for playing. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Now, Comrade, before we wrap up the show, where can we find you? Well, if you just Google my name, Conrad Weaver, it'll pop up generally the first page on Google. And, uh, but my website is Conjo Studios, C-O-N-J-O-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. That's mm-hmm. where you can find uh, most of my films and the work I've done. And I'm also on social media, Conrad Weaver on Twitter. Uh, on, well, 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 actually, Conjo Studios on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and all the all the uh, social sites. Conrad Weaver on Instagram. So, mm-hmm. uh, and and all of my movies, all of my my films have their own social sites. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, for better or for worse, I'm still deciding if that's a good idea or not. But uh, yeah, they all do have sounds... their own social. But it, it makes it busy for me to try to keep up with all those accounts. So I have Definitely. like, you know, seven Instagram accounts. And, you know, yeah, oh. it's crazy. 
Oh, yeah. I struggle with three. <laughs> <laughs> really, I don't know how you do that. That sounds like a lot of hard work. So yeah. hats off for that one. It is but... a lot of hard work and I don't have any minions to help me. So, <laughs> oh, 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 minions, we all need minions. That's we do, for sure. don't we? Oh, dear. Comrade, I'm going to pop all of those links into the show notes, of course, for everyone so that they can awesome. check it out. And I'm going to head over to um, to all those channels myself because I know we're connected on many levels, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. it sounds like I've missed a few tricks here. So I'll, I want to get on board and and um, certainly you know make sure that I'm sussing out what you've what you've accomplished because it sounds amazing and it sounds so fulfilling what you've done and and thank you for being on the show by the way it's just been an awesome awesome chat and you know a really good way we we know each other from clubhouse but being yep. able to get to know each other on this level has been really really nice so thank you so much yeah this has been a lot of fun thank you for having me on the show I really appreciate it you're very welcome we will chat really soon okay Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. It was lovely to share this episode with you. Remember to subscribe to catch all future episodes and I would also very much love it if you'd leave me a rating or a review. Until next time, remember that you can also go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat.